This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ah, yes, yes, yes. A good Friday morning to one and all. It's Taz of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who understands that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage, push button. Get mortgage. You've got Mike and Pete across the way of the side at the controls. Andrew with your updates as we take it right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time here on this Friday morning. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, bud? Oh, Moose, just, uh, you know, day after uh, Halloween. How'd it go? Everything with the Halloween kids? Halloween was good. Yeah, I kids enjoyed it. Yeah, little fun, ones. Right? We uh, trick-or-treat around, like, uh, from about 5 to, like, 6.15 in, in amongst nice. the raindrops before it started pouring again. Okay. Uh, but uh, they got enough candy, and then they started to inhale the candy. The little one. Doesn't know when to say when. Yeah. Well, My, I'm, the, I'm 51 the, years old. I don't know when to say when. <laughs> so I understand his point. No, the but, but two, do you go through the candy? Do you make sure? Like, uh, yeah, we went through it. Yeah. I mean, when we're, I mean, we're walking up to the doors with all, and the yeah. parents are there and whatever. Yeah. We're making sure there's no, like, you know, candy that's open or anything like uh, that. But you got to make sure. Uh, yeah. So we, we checked all that. And then, and then our son, Greg, like, Jackson has gone through it before we was eating too much, and then he gets the upset stomach. Paul's yeah. gone through it. Now Gregory was just, like, inhaling candy. He was coming up to me, like, yeah. every two seconds, open this, Daddy, open this, Daddy. Yeah, I yeah. open it, and then he'd, inhale, then he'd be back, like, 30 seconds later with another piece. That's tremendous. Yeah. <laughs> the good old days. Did you have people Twizzlers. over? What'd you do? Just, just you guys? Oh, uh, had... we went up to my sister-in-law's. Nice. So she, like, lives in a community. The houses are close. Okay. It's a good... Area to trick or treat because it's it's condensed. It's condensed, right, so you're right. not walking. It's not All a walk over town, right? Correct. Yeah, and right. you know when you have little ones, you know they yeah. they get tired out pretty. Yeah. They get tuckered out pretty quick. All right, let's so. let's head to Greenwich. Right, <laughs> right. Let's go to Darien <laughs> yeah, now. Right. Yeah, great. Exactly. We just walked right. six thousand steps. Right. In two the minutes. next house is the next house is two hundred yards <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah, you know, right. right. Exactly. No, no, oh, I they're not agree. home. The next house is two hundred yards away. Exhausted. It's raining. Like miserable. Oh my god, these kids. How about you? You get some trick or treaters. Stuff. We had about, uh, you know, we didn't let a lot on the property. Yeah, but no, no, we had, we didn't have a lot. Believe it or not, we only had about six or seven. That's it. Um, my wife handles that duty. Um, she, had, I was doing some business on the phone, so I had some phone calls going on. But so the, she would, you know, she was answering the door and dealing with the kids, and you know, nobody threw eggs at the house, which is a plus. This is important. Uh, my son had came back, um, and then when he pulled into the gym, he was at the gym, and he would, he had some time. And then it's like he's like, well, why are all these? He comes out. He's why are all these kids walking up to the house? I go, it's Halloween, dude. He goes, no, yeah. he knew there was. No, he knew it was Halloween. But he's like, it's raining. Why, why, why are they come? Well, I just, come they're little kids. Yeah, that's you were it. the same way. I yeah, said though. it didn't matter. <laughs> Rain didn't matter. He's you like, ah, oh, I forgot my shaker bottle. And he comes in the house, and then he just leaves again. Like, you were uh, looking for fr- when you were a kid. You were looking for the candy. It I didn't know. matter. Rain, shine. It did. I remember walking out with pouring. I come. I was the same drenched. way. I know. I know. But yeah, and it was like uh, you know, it was like, oh my god, I got a whole <laughs> Snickers bar. It's like the crown jewel. It's like you know, yeah. you got the big bars and stuff like that. Be like, oh my god, I'm saving that for later in the week. 
So I look out the window and I see him talking. Dad, you can have the whopper. You can have the whopper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking out the window and like, and then he co- he's talking to like this some some guy and his kid, this little kid in the costume. I couldn't see what the kid was. You know, my son comes back in the house while his truck is running outside. He goes, Dad, this kid outside, he's he's dressed like Frankenstein. He goes in, he looks just like Frankenstein, but he's two feet tall. <laughs> he goes, it's the coolest thing. And he just leaves. I was cracking That's up. All... <laughs> the kid looked like Frankenstein. The guy, the dad had some kind of a thing on his head, and he had the makeup on. I mean, That's... the kid's pulling it off. Remember, Frankenstein. Most of his kids yeah, don't know Frankenstein. Right, 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 right. But he, he was Frankenstein. That's awesome. <laughs> that is great. That is... that was it. We didn't really know something. <laughs> that is great. It was just my wife and I, but I was on the phone, and she was watching something on TV, and that was really it. So well, nothing... The... Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Uh, I don't even think we got one from to our house. Well, well you, you probably weren't around. I wasn't around, but, but I was home till about like uh, I was home on and off till about like four o'clock in the afternoon. We didn't really get many to the house, dude. Not yeah. many, I, I don't, we haven't. We didn't really get any at all. I mean, we have we had candy ready to give out. My wife's dying to get rid of all the candy. I know because then it sits. Yeah, uh, then we it have sits, and then I the know. kids don't know what to say when. Then it's the trip to the dentist, and I their teeth are or the worst thing. Oh, the worst thing is the stomach ache. Stomach and then ache, yeah. when and when you have too much candy and you're young, you know what happens? You get the runs. Yes, you get the, right, right. And right. when you get the runs, that's a problem. Uh, when you get older, <laughs> you get constipated. Right. That's what I, I had. Too many of the. Um, uh, the little packets of M&M's. My wife bought oh, like, the, great. the big bag. Yeah, yeah. So we had a lot left over. So I don't care about the caramel ones. The peanut ones and the peanut butter ones are I'm, great. I'm, I'm addicted. Yeah, the I mean, peanut uh, the, the peanut butter. The peanut butter and the peanut ones are great. I, I agree with you. I don't like the caramel. Do you like the pretzel m M&M? No. I you don't, don't like those. No, my wife loves those. They're not bad. I, I like those. Yeah. I don't like the caramel, but I agree with you about the Peanut butter and chocolate, which I was late to the game on in terms of a combination. Yeah. Uh, my wife, like when I first we started first started going out, her and her family like peanut, you know, peanut oh, butter and best. chocolate. The red bag you're talking about. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Awesome. I was I was late to the game on that. It's the it's really a life changing oh, experience. It really is. It and really I, is. I don't know. Peanut I'm, butter yeah. and, and chocolate oh, is no, a life. Gr- it changes yeah. your life, bro. It's ten o'clock at night. I'm watching a football game. I'm taking these little mini Twix bars. I'm yeah. dipping them in peanut butter. That's awesome. My wife's like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, I go, it's exactly. Halloween. Yeah, it's Halloween. <laughs> Enjoy it. <laughs> I wake up in the morning. My stomach feels like someone kicked me <laughs> ten times. <laughs> One day a week. I'm shot. <laughs> you kidding me? But no. it was. Um, my 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 oldest son Jackson goes to my wife at the end of the night. He goes, "I can't believe Halloween's over. Can we do this again?" My wife's like, "No, not till next year." <laughs> well, you know, kids can do it. They just keep going. I know, my yeah, they could keep going all night long. Are you serious? And they still do stuff in the school with the kids. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, they have. I mean, they went trick or treat. They do this thing called trunk or treat. What is this? Where uh, they're selling T-shirts out of the back of the no, truck, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> That's your gimmick. No, where you go to like kind of like a park area, and people have like stuff that you know their cars and whatever, and they have treats to give out to the kids. And you walk around to the cars and stuff, and you're giving out treats and stuff. Well, that like sounds that. safe. No, it is. It's all like the community really? does it. it oh, people of, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not like you're not walking up. You're not walking up. You're not at like Gramercy Park with strangers. No, I'm not going to the. I'm not going to the Vince Lombardi. Parking ride off the New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, you don't want to go to rest stops not, over there. All going, the men's room. Right, right. I'm not, we're not doing that. No, that's yeah, that's no, not that's, the case. Yeah, no, 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 no. They call it trunk or treat, but they do stuff in the schools. Yeah, I mean, they get treats all over the place. Are you serious? Well, They're loading up on sugar left and right. Spoiled, these yeah, kids today. Well, yeah. There we go. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Happy when Friday. I was a kid, we had no candy. They gave you a right. packet of sugar. That was right. it. It was, it was an apple. It was an apple. Yeah, I was hoping for a Granny Smith. <laughs>
I got a red delicious. It was a bad Halloween. <laughs> it's an apple with a pack machine. Get <laughs> right. the frig out of here. Right, exactly. <laughs> Go off my porch. Right. You know, a caramel apple is half a caramel oh. apple. They didn't even have enough caramel to make a whole caramel Bro, apple. Bro, what do you remember going on Halloween? Like, what was your favorite costume you wore? Um, I mean, I did a hobo, a vampire. I went really? one year as George Rogers. <laughs> the running back from the Saints? Did you really? From the Redskins and Saints. He was, Red Saints. Oh, Redskin? he was a Redskin He was a Saint, and then he became a oh, Redskin I, I later on Redskin. in his career. Wow. Uh, George Rogers. Yeah, George 38? Number 38? Yes, I remember yeah. that. Was he 38 was, for both teams? Uh, I know the Saints, he was 38. He was 38 for the Skins, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You rocking a 38 Redskins jersey? I was jersey? watching it rocking a 38 Redskins jersey. I had an old school Redskins helmet, so I went as George Rogers. Did he go to college? Um... I'm not sure. Uh, I think he went down south. Didn't he go down south? I thought. Yeah, maybe you're right. I'm not 100 percent sure. But LSU, George Rogers. Uh, you know, Where I the hell did he go? Uh, so you went as George Rogers. I went as right George Rogers a little bit. Um, I went as a hobo. South Carolina. I knew that. South Carolina. Thanks, Mike. Vampire. Carolina. Uh, you went as a lot of a lot of cliche. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Honest, well, what would you like me to go as? Well, I went as Arthur Fonzarelli. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Leather jacket, Jones. Nice. White t-shirt. Nice. Jeans. And I walked around with my thumb up like there this. There you go. Very nice. Like this. That's what I did. Yeah. Well, it's all changed now, Taz. What do you mean? Well, I mean now Customs. you walk. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about Arthur Fonzarelli. I'm talking about now. It's like for for kids. Well, I'd say for young adults, it's like kind of all changed. You went as Arthur Fonzarelli. How old were you? Uh, twenty one. No, I was um, I was I was a kid last dude, I was, year. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I was I don't know. I was probably eight, so you nine years the, old. All right, like so that, you went as the Fonz. What else yeah. did you go as? Um, I went as Joe Namath one year. Oh, nice. Right. Uh, I mean, full gear. I mean, I was full, full fully full decked gear. out. Yeah, and I went one year. My brother was nice enough. To get his hands on five rolls of toilet paper, and he wrapped me up as the as mummy, mummy, and that's he a... sprayed ketchup all over me. That's when you have a big brother. That's what happens. And I was crying. God, that's that I was. And I, was I was seventeen years old. He did this. Oh, no, so, no, he did. I'm not kidding you. And, and he trapped my one arm because remember the mummy had one arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, "No, it's gonna be funny. Don't worry about it." And he started parading me around. We lived on like a real busy street, a lot of cars. Yeah. On a boulevard, and he just walked me up and down like I was a dog. And people beeping horn. And dude, it was like two days before Halloween. Nice. He wanted to try it out, he said. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. He tortured me. Uh, that's, so, yeah. Well, that's what older brothers that's, do, right? He did. He tortured yeah. me. Some I still <laughs> I met him. Yeah. No, oh, anyway, Halloween was great. Was As it. a kid, Halloween's the best. Yeah, it is. The, I know you're right. As Especially yesterday was good weather for you. Know, it rained. Well, rain. It was a little cold. The worst thing is when it's like re- if it's like you get kind of like an Indian summer warm day I hate on, that. Halloween, I hate that on Halloween, and that's when you start you know walking around yeah, sweating. Yeah, start sweating. I stuff mean, it would have been nice yesterday if the yeah. rain did hold off in the in the in the area we live, the tri-state area here I guess in the north. We should go around the room. Mikey B yeah. wants to say what he was for Halloween as a kid. I could see Does him he? chomping at the bit. Mike, what were you? Uh, sure, uh, Peter Venkman and a lot of Ninja Turtles. Oh, nice. That's exciting. Um, what do you, what do you got there, Pete the Body? I was the mask one year, uh, the Jim Carrey character. And, okay, and I won a contest. I remember, oh, remember that whole thing. That's but uh, last year I was the man in the yellow hat. Excuse me, last year, year I was the you're man a grown ass man. No, Why but what about as a kid? Yeah, what's about children here? <laughs> the mask. I was uh, Hulk Hogan one year. Shocking, oh, of course. Shocking. Ninja Turtle. Wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. 
All right, nice. I thought you guys would have a little bit more. No, it's they, like, they get enough. I was Peter Venkman. I was go as a Ninja they're, Turtle one year. I went as uh, Randall Cunningham one year as an eagle, which was weird as a Giants fan. That is weird. I would love to eat candy. Ecto one, the whole gimmick. You got it, baby. Very nice. Thank you. Wow. He's brought the wood there. Yeah. Oh, he, right. Well, he got right called there. out, right? Yeah, he got called out. Yeah, right. he brought then, the energy. And yeah. then he brings the energy. I got Someone even that, more for you. Back yeah. in the fourth grade, I'll go into that year. It was amazing. <laughs> so, Pete just wants us to know he won a contest. He keeps saying the he contest. He did. The I mask, won a contest the as the mask. Nice. Oh, my god! It was unbelievable. I even went and saw it. I didn't even know Pete, but it was so good. <laughs> Slunkers. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Um, right. So, yeah, hopefully everyone out there enjoyed their Halloween. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I mean, Halloween every time of year. And then last night, you get into last night you get into the football game, which goes the 49ers way, 28-25 over the Arizona Cardinals. And what was, I would say, for uh, a Thursday night affair, you know, kind of entertaining. Uh, you know, Isabella, the former UMass star with the 88-yard <laughs> touchdown reception, oh. Uh, you had Kyler Murray yeah. thrown for well over 200 yards. I mean, Isabella, think about this, only had two receptions the entire year going into last mm-hmm. night. Had the 88-yard touchdown reception last night, right? Uh, which at that stage with the two-point conversion makes it a 28-25 game. I love the fact on third and nine, right around the two-minute warning, the San Francisco 49ers throw it. I thought there would be a little bit more of a decisive victory last night for the 49ers. You didn't get it as mm. as a short work week, but they get to eight no nonetheless. And, yeah, yeah, you know they've done it a lot of different styles and fashion. Um, you know, running it last night, Garoppolo did a nice <laughs> job throwing it. Yep. Emmanuel Sanders has played an impact. We know how good that defensive line is, led by Bosa. Uh, they're right there, Taz. I mean, they're eight no for a reason. This is not a, no longer a case of who they're playing. Right? You know, have they played anybody good? Forty Nineers are a really good team, and they're one of the teams in the NFC and what is a loaded NFC that you can look at as being a true Super Bowl contender. And Kyle Shanahan deserves to be up there, not with Belichick in terms of a level of head coach below Belichick. When you think about the other great coaches in the NFL, right? Kyle Shanahan's, I think, is a great, dynamic young head coach. Uh, I don't disagree, and and I, I got to tell you, I enjoyed this game. I I don't know what's a bigger story. Hey, look, the the, the Niners go to eight zero, and Jimmy G uh, looked really really good, twenty eight to thirty seven over, over three hundred yards, four touchdowns. Or the other part of the story, I, I thought the Cardinals looked real good. I got to be honest, I I finally start to see this Kingsbury offense with Kyler Murray, the hidden thing they were talking about during the offseason. They were playing very up-tempo, up-tempo, and it was tough for the, uh, for the Niners to really grasp themselves. Probably around, I'm thinking maybe around the third, uh, probably around the third quarter that started to kick in, maybe late second quarter. Really bad coaching decision, though, as you know. And uh, right towards the end of the second, right going to the halftime, four seconds left when Kingsbury called timeout. Yeah, bad deal right there. I mean, um, and then next thing you know, because they, they end up stopping, the cards stopped the Niners, and then, because of the timeout, Kingberry called timeout, <laughs> then the Niners score. And there's like four seconds left going into the half. And at that point, it was 14-7, um, 49ers. So that, that was a bad deal right there by him. But I guess he saw something Kingsbury he didn't like, and that's why he called timeout. And then next thing you know, once the timeout ends, the Niners score. Uh, right, and... and- and here's where I, I listen. I, I guess Kingsbury saw something he didn't like, and he calls the timeout. It comes right. back to haunt him. Here's the one thing I would make the adjustment defensively. Once you make that timeout, and I was telling somebody who was watching the game at SNY last night, is uh, Shanahan's not running it here. He's going to throw it. He's going to do a play action pass, that's exactly and what he did. Yeah. and that's exactly what he did. Taz, because you don't you know that then all of a sudden they said, okay, are they going to run? I would have banked on the fact that you're going to go play action there yeah. defensively. 
and not play the run as hard as they did. They played the run, and Garoppolo made an unbelievable pass to what? Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders, yeah, right, yeah. right over the defensive back shoulders into his hand. I mean, that's an easy pitch and catch for an NFL quarterback and a wide receiver, and all of a sudden they score the touchdown there. I got to be honest with you, at, four, at, at that stage, though, you know, they go up 21-7 at that stage, Taz. You know, I'm I'm surprised they went for it. They did. It paid off. Yeah. You know, it was a gamble. You know, I I would have I would have been safe there and kicked the field goal. They didn't, and uh, they you know they reaped the benefit by going for it and and getting that second chance opportunity. <sighs> but yeah, that's a bad timeout. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, by Kingsbury, but you know I thought at that stage if they were able to get that stop, who knows what kind of second half we would have got. I know because it's a, a tighter game at that no point. Doubt. But you know. I, all in all, I got to tell you, if you're a Cardinal fan, and I actually know a couple of Cardinal fans, <clears throat> I think you're you're. I mean, look, you're not going anywhere this year, but still, I think that with the you know Kingsbury being a new head coach there, Kyler Murray being the new quarterback, you know, rookie quarterback there, I think that I think they're starting. It took them a bunch of weeks here, but they're going against a pretty good defense there, and you know, and that 49 team who's now an eight and zero team, and I thought that I thought their offense. If you watch this game in the second half. They were moving the ball well. Yeah, they, they were. moving the ball well, the cards. They were. No, yeah. they, uh, and here's the other thing you learn. Kenyon Drake gets out of Miami. Wow, unreal. You know, he doesn't make the flight to Pittsburgh. You know he's getting traded. He gets traded to Arizona. Arizona dealing with all kinds of injuries at the running back position. Kenyon Drake at one point in time had 14 carries for about 115 yards. I don't know what he finished with for the game task. Right, right. But Kenyon Drake was an absolute stud. Animal, dude. He was Animal. a stud. And he he's played like, great. He's a very good – I mean, and he fits that offense to a T. I know he's going to be an impending free agent. Who knows if he ends up staying in Arizona. But Kenyon Drake looked like he was ecstatic and played 100, like 110 he was – 110 yards rushing. 110 yards. So Rushing, rushing. Rushing. Right, right, so right. he looked like he was absolutely ecstatic, Taz, yeah. uh, being out of Miami in Arizona – and just four days ago, he was a Miami Dolphin. Four days later, he's in Arizona. He's playing a 49ers, playing really well. Right. And I think what happened is the stars aligned a little bit, a little bit for, um, you know, definitely for Drake because a couple things. You know, Niners were not really prepared for him in their, in their game prep, probably not. The other thing, who would have thunk that he would have got on the field this quick and picked up the offense? They ran some simple plays for him to grasp, and he, he flourished. I he the ran Kenyon hard. Drake looked great. He did. He absolutely ran hard. So yeah. there you have it, your Thursday night game, a Halloween night that went to the 49ers as they're undefeated. Just how good is San Francisco? Arizona gave them a game. It was an entertaining Thursday night game, and we've gotten some entertaining Thursday night games here uh, during the 2019 season. Hey, you're starting to sway over yeah. now. See? <laughs> Last night was on. actually a good game. I I was actually, it was actually an entertaining game. I'm with you. Some of these games, not so much. The <laughs> saga in D.C. with Trent Williams is just starting. We'll get into that. It's Taz and the Moose with you here on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Taz 
and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, it's an NFL on CBS Doubleheaders. The Colts try to silence the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Or Tennessee clashes with Carolina, followed by Rodgers and the Packers headed out west to battle the Chargers. It all begins with JP and the guys on the NFL today, noon Eastern, 9 Pacific only on CBS. We'll get into Trent Williams, the saga down in D.C. here momentarily. Bogus is in the house. What's up, Andrew? Uh, what up, Andrew? I have a question. Yes. Uh, what is the reaction? Uh, you know, we got to go around the room, get the, the, what do you call it, Halloween reaction. Mm. The AB house. How did everything go? Uh, things went really well. This last year was my favorite day in our neighborhood that we've lived in now for almost six Yesterday years. Yesterday was? No, no, last Halloween. Because the weather was perfect. There were kids everywhere. Everyone was out having fun. It was an amazing well, it's day. It's like Fantasyland. So, yeah. So okay. I was super bummed all week when the forecast here in New York was so bad. People were yeah. talking about, do we trick-or-treat on Wednesday? Do we do it on Friday? Hold on a second. What, what kind yeah. of a town do you live in? They're going to uh, no. change the date? The entitlement now, is ridiculous. Other places actually officially did it. On the news, I heard. What? Places, because of, of the forecast. They did it They did it Wednesday. Some were waiting today. I did hear some towns did that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's horrible. But, but yesterday, Why? it was just well, windy. That's Kids an outrage. That's being soft. You suck it up. It's the day. It's the day. It's no, Halloween. It's no. the day. Who cares about the weather? Put a snorkel on a kid and goggles. Get out <laughs> yeah, there. That's it, yeah. Toughen up. What? We're ruining I know, our world. I know. No, we're not. Yes, we're such it's too soft. That's a little too dramatic. Come of course on. it is. The date is uh, whatever. Halloween's the uh, October 30th, right? You got to do it. Is it the 30th? 31st? 31st. All right. Whatever. 30, 30, whatever. 35, right 87. You, know, you got to do it on that day. I don't you think can't, you do. But... Just because of the weather? What well, are we yeah. teaching the youth of to America? To be smart and stay inside and not get no, pneumonia. We're telling in the rain. them when it goes gets tough, well, you should run I, away. Can I ask you, did Moses come down from the mount and delineate October 31st as Halloween? <laughs> I'd rather not talk religion on the show. <laughs> but no, listen. my point being is right. that. It, it was just, you know. Well, so no, it, just, is, it is technically the day before All Saints I know day. what it is. So I understand that. But my <sighs> point being is that it's a scenario here where I get for, for it's for the kids. Oh, exactly. Exactly. That's what, what, all, my kid? whole life I've heard that. It's all about the kids. You know what? And when your kids get older, you know what they do? They spit in your face. Oh. So enjoy it now. Okay? Once Literally? they're 20, 21 years old, they don't give a rat's ass about you. Anybody out there out there listening to me knows with kids that age, they're all heels, which mm-hmm. means bad guys. <laughs> all of them. So right now, I don't think I was a heel to my yeah, mom and dad. I was a good kid. Yeah, my brother was, sucked, but yeah, I was see, good. See, at least one of you sucked. Yeah, we see, broke that's what I'm even. Saying. So the thing is, you guys, and I, I, I worry here about our country, because you two guys are the same age, and you have both have young, beautiful children, and you guys are raising them. Don't raise incorrectly. them. Yeah, yeah, don't raise them incorrectly. How am I raising <laughs> them incorrectly to enjoy life? You can't change holiday dates, Moose. You can't. That's what's going to make them soft. Because you can talk about the work ethic. That's it, what's going to. That's the. That's the. Bro, that's the hill you're dying no, on. Dude, on this it builds Friday entitlement. Morning. You know it builds entitlement. They're knocking on doors demanding candy. That's the bigger sin in all this. Do you think? Uh, <laughs> do you think my two-year-old son knows what October thirty-first and October thirtieth is? No. You should talk know. to him about entitlement at two years right, old. Right. Yes. Learning. Right. <laughs> Happy Halloween. And then he'd be and then he'd be like, Daddy, Passy. Yeah. Baba. No, he could speak You're entitled. You're entitled. He's not twelve months old. <laughs> He's not Baba. seventeen saying Baba. Like I mean, no. No, stop. I don't know. Listen. You, you, got, you can't change holiday dates, guys. I listen. Well, I'm an older dad than you guys. You gotta get a little tougher with these kids. Okay. Uh, a quick reminder, it didn't happen. 
I just said people thought it, or people suggested but it. But the thought alone, it's a yeah. suggestion, puts the fear of God in me. I got to be honest with you. Well, I mean, you you know, obviously you did a great son. You're, you, as you described, your 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 son basically didn't realize it was Halloween until people were walking around dressed up as clowns and Frankenstein. He was going to do chest and trots. Right. He's like, what day is today? <laughs> yeah. He's going to the gym. Yeah, it's upper body day. <laughs> yeah, What's Halloween? Exactly. What body parts that. Oh man, I know that's it's, I gotta tell you, it is. Once they get a little bit old, like you'll see it, and it's just that button clicks where they don't wear the costume no more. It, it is that part sad. Maybe I'm just jealous of you guys. Uh, actually, I am jealous. Let's be honest. Well, I am jealous because I, I wish my guy was still little like that. I would fun. rather. Here's the deal. I didn't I, try to change the friggin' date the, though. It, I'll but tell you it's that. Changing the date it helps everyone around. The kids oh, don't stop. get sick. Oh. The last thing I want is my kids to get sick. What's wrong with getting sick? That gets you tougher, too. It builds oh, calories. stop it. They need antibodies. You, are, you don't remember when your son was five years of age. You were well, out wrestling. You were true. world champion my, at that my time. Wife was your wife was it. dealing with it. This is true. Ask your wife <laughs> how was it for a five-year-old to be sick as a dog. I'd rather yeah. not. Those were not great days. These are good points. I just Those were not great up. days in the Taz household. Leave that alone. That combo right. You were in yeah. San Antonio. It's a good chance of that. <laughs> <laughs> Eating barbecue. Right. With right. all the margarita. Packing a lip after. Honey, our son's sick as a dog. That's tough. I got to sleep in a match. I had this pool pool. I gotta go great. shave down. <laughs> I got Bob Holly in the semi-main event this house show on a Friday night. Right, exactly. Oh look, it's Mattress Mac. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> oh my God! What's going on? Uh, so there are sports. Uh, Sunday against the Panthers, the 49ers won with five rushing touchdowns last night in Arizona. They did their damage through the air. Kittle is tight left as a wide tight end. They bunch the formation right. Garoppolo looking for Sanders. They take it away. He lobs one down the sideline of the end zone. It is caught for a touchdown by Dante Pettis. Touchdown! San Francisco! Greg Papa on Niners Radio, career-high fourth TD pass from Jimmy G. His team led 28-14 at that point. They won 28-25 to improve to 8-0. I don't think it's anything crazy. I think it's just good execution across the board. I think, uh, you know, we lock in on that. On, I mean, it's, on a short week, it's a little different, but that's a big emphasis for us, you know, third down red zone, things like that, so... I think it's just guys uh, executing. Garoppolo finished with 317 yards, no turnovers. Emmanuel Sanders, George Kittle, Kendrick Bourne caught his other TDs. The Cardinals dropped their second game in five days. On the heels of a three-game win streak, they played without their top two running backs, David Johnson and Chase Edmonds. Former Dolphin Kenyon Drake posted 162 scrimmage yards and a rushing score in his debut. In the wake of his benching, Andy Dalton getting some unique love from Bengals fans. There's been a spike in donations to his charity this week, and the large majority of those donations have been for $14, which is Dalton's number. College football, number 12, Baylor fought off West Virginia last night, 17-14. The Bears are 8-0 as well. This is their first win when scoring under 20 points since 2006, number 20, Appalachian State, taken down by Georgia Southern, 24-21. App State had won 13 in a row. Their last loss was their last meeting with the Eagles just over a year ago. It is the best start ever for an undrafted player in NBA history. Butler, far away. Top to none. None says, I'll take the three, and I'll hit it. Why not? None now four of six from beyond the arc. He leads everybody with 20. Mike Inglis on Heat Radio. Kendrick Nunn. You hear Nunn, his voice? Yeah. He cracked a little. He was, it's, it's that surprising that what? Kendrick Nunn had 28 points last night. No, but it, it, I understand. And that's amazing. I was thinking that this morning on the way in. But the thing is, his voice cracked, and the guy... 
The guy's probably 60 Perfection. years old. Yeah, perfect. It's like a Mikey B moment. Yeah. You remember Mikey B? I do. Yes. When he did the call. And I'm assuming remember, they'll... Remember, remember him well. Mm. Oh, good job, Mikey. Will there God. be a non-themed basketball drives in the near future? There will not be. No. It's okay. perfection! So, uh, 28 that's, points. That's how you crack a voice. I know. And that's what worked, right? right? Mike, you did that on purpose. No, right? that was na- all natural. All right. <laughs> it's perfection! Nice. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn, 28 points in Miami's 106-97 uh, win in Atlanta. His 112 points are the most any undrafted player has scored over his first five career games. None not picked out of Oakland University. He played in the G League last season. Kawhi Leonard, 38 points on a career-high 32 shots as his new friends in L.A. beat his old buddies from San Antonio, 103-97. And the Pelicans down the Nuggets, 122-107 for their first win of the season. Two-game suspensions for Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns for Wednesday's fight in Philly. Pretty heavy-duty heavy fight, huh? Those guys. Huh? Uh, that was pretty legit. And watching it back, I was like, wow, these guys, you don't normally they got into them. it. They got into pretty heavy, heavy duty there. And those are two big dudes. Yeah, I mean, that's long, 14 long feet yeah, of yeah, men. Yeah. Would you say? It's 14 feet of man. And there was yeah. one referee who was there who like took a step towards it and was like, never mind. Yeah, get out. You of guys way. can do whatever like, you want. Clear the path. Uh, yeah, just let them fight. In the yeah. middle of all of that, Ben Simmons might have had his forearm across town's neck, mm. uh, but the NBA has deemed him a peacemaker oh. despite the Minnesota okay. objection, so he does not get punished at all. Uh, for what went down on Wednesday. The Kansas City Royals officially hired Mike Matheny as their manager yesterday. Former Red Skipper Brian Price is the Phillies' new pitching coach, and the Mets have reportedly eliminated Nats coach Tim Bogar from their managerial search. That leaves Carlos Beltran. He's getting set to interview today. No, he was supposed to be yesterday, and they canceled it. No, no, last night we had a report at SNY. Uh, Friday was the third interview. New York Post says he's out. Oh, there oh, we go. Here we go. go. So we're down to Beltron, Eduardo Perez, Brewers bench coach Pat Murphy, Twins bench coach Derek Shelton, Taz and Pete, and maybe Billy G as well. <laughs> uh, and go. only two games on ice last night. Both went to overtime. The Flames six, the Predators five, Montreal one in Vegas Who gets five, the job? Four. You guys know. Billy I mean, G. it might Billy be G. Billy G at this point. Luce, who gets the job? Roll the dice. <laughs> Tremendous. Yeah, really yeah at this point, it doesn't matter. I mean, if it's not Beltron, it doesn't matter. You want Beltron? I mean, for the illogical reason that at least he's Carlos Beltron. Uh, and I'd I, rather I fail with Beltron uh, than fail with Pat Murphy. I don't know. Uh, you can always pinch hit. <laughs> DH, we play a coach. Where's the super, where's the super secret, uh, Oh, uh, The bombshell? Yeah. Detonated. Uh, it's been yeah. gone? What do you mean? It, oh, there's another secret guy? No, there's not. No. Eddie Scazzeri. Yeah, it was actually just a firecracker. Um, I don't know. Pick any of the three, any of the four that are left. So you still have no inside intel. (laughs) Ringing endorsement. No, we had your buddy Todd Zeal on the other day. He had nothing. No, Beltron. I mean, could I mean? I I think it go any way. I I really don't have a, a lean either way. What I, exactly I thought Bogart you, exactly would have been. You guys talk about it. I thought Bogart would have been a good hire. But what are you guys talking about? If you're not talking about this, and you guys don't, and those former players at SMY don't know, what the heck are you guys doing in that studio? What do you mean? What are we doing? What do you I think got, we're talking Mets twenty four seven? You're up so late talking not about the Mets. Yeah, but no, that's a big story. Well, of if you're on it SNY, is. I mean, it's we've the talked Mets about the manager, right? We talked about Joe Girardi. The home run hire has been hired by the Phillies. I know that, Moose, and thanks for bringing then, it up again. They're but, already a better baseball team. Oh, here we go. So whether mm. it be Shelton, the great Murphy, oh. um, whether it be uh, Eduardo Perez, or whether it be Carlos Beltran or Shelton, it, it doesn't matter. Pick one of them. It, I would think that you guys are talking about this every segment, to be honest with no, you. No, not every segment. Thanks for watching. I haven't had a chance. I've been busy I trying know. to build context, sir. I know. As I you're apologize. dipping your Twix into peanut butter. <laughs> It was Halloween.
Bogus, thank you, brother. Good hey, Moose, it's my pleasure. You got it. Bye, Taz. Love you. Wonderful update. I guess Andrew's done. I was not in the middle of talking to him, was I? I mean, it's the day after Halloween. No, I can't have a conversation with my friend we Andrew. We did. We did have a conversation. And it's over now because you deem it over. Yep. All right. Yes. We, well, we, we went full circle on that one. Well, because he's got things to do. All right. We'll see you later, Andrew. See you talk later, right, buddy? Take yes. Care. We'll, chat with, a, we'll chat with him later. We'll talk later. You're yes. right. We can talk to him later. We talk to him. We, we, we discuss with the Mets. If there's I no know. information, what are you supposed to say? Make up stuff? No, I just thought maybe there was more. You know, he gets intel. You get intel. You guys have a lot of people I, in the yeah, business. I, I, like I mentioned, I, I think you can, I think anywhere, go, if I had to take a lean, I'd probably say it's Beltron, but um, I think there's stuff that needs to be rectified between him and ownership down there, uh, out there as well, but he's gotten this far. You Maybe. think it's going too long with this? The whole, the whole like search. No, or? I think you're. I, I think their chance of getting the higher that would have excited the fan base is done. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I mean, that's that's it. Now it's a matter of getting a guy that you know that can handle the job. I don't think Carlos Beltran lights up New York City like Girardi would have. Mm. Um, and and right. that's where that's where you're sitting here with the Mets. No, you're so right about that. that's true. all the. I mean, so that's you know the idea of then all the. My problem with the Mets is that if you're looking at it, and I get you want to get the right guy, that's fine. And they didn't deem Girardi as being their guy in this situation, and they have every right to make that decision. But the next guy you bring in, it, you, you better make sure he's not the, the second rendition of Mickey Calloway. Uh, that's that's <laughs> yeah. the other problem, where he understands how to manage a game, how to manage a game in the National League, understands the double switch, the lineup gaff, handling the players, handling the media, explaining decisions made on the field to the media that make some sort of sense after the game. All of those things that we looked at Callaway's failures as a Met manager. But, you know, if you wanted all of a sudden, you know, if you if I announce, if the Mets announced today that Eduardo Perez, and I'm not saying Perez would do a bad job, but Eduardo Perez is the Mets manager, are people then clamoring to go get season tickets at City Field? They are not. And that's not just him. It's Murphy, it's Shelton, it's even Carlos Beltran. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think people are all of a sudden, oh my God, Carlos Beltran's managing the Mets. I got to go get myself twenty-five games for the Mets in City Field next year. I don't, I don't think that's the case. What it could, then comes down to is what you do in the offseason, player personnel wise. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. No. No. I. Do you nope. disagree? I mean, you're no, the Met fan. I, I, I don't. Mean, I don't disagree. I, I, mean, don't I laid out, listen to you because I agree with you. I'm Girardi not, you know, would have been the guy. I, you hired I, Girardi. That's who I wanted. A lot of Met fans. You're yeah, right. You're not uh, wrong. I, I, right. I haven't met a Met fan, you know, and you know, working at SNY, but you know, and I work with a lot of Met fans. But my buddies, Taz, I haven't met one Met fan that did not want Joe Girardi yeah, to manage I, the team. Yeah, I've not met one. I, I'm I'm not, I, I'm not one. I wanted them too. I mean, I'm, I'm and like that would have been the guys. guy. Wouldn't you have been excited if you were a Met fan? If they big were time, dude. Girardi? Big time. He made. He's a difference maker, and he just he's going to hold guys accountable. He knows the game like the back of his hand. Uh, he's just credible, man. You know, he's just yeah. And it's and it's just his success with the Yankees in the town itself. You know. Well, I, you asked me. Let me ask you. Right, I, you know, and I don't have any inside information about where the lean is right now. I think it could go any of the ways. I'm surprised that Bogar is out because when I put my head to the pillow last night, Bogar was not out. Right. But now Tim Bogar is out. So yeah, let me ask you: of those candidates, which one of those candidates you want? I'm with Andrew. I'd probably lean towards Beltran on, on name value alone, yeah. and you know, his success in the game. He was he was a really good Met, and and all his success in the game. And you know, I know he's new at it, but. He knows baseball his whole life. He's a baseball man, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think in yeah, I get it. Star power alone, I just think yeah. it's a big deal. I get yeah. it. Yeah. I get yeah. it. Yeah, and 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 if you're asking me right now, where I uh, you know that would probably be the way that I'd lean would be Beltron getting the job. But He's I mean, not gonna. Not uh, 
I just sorry. feel it. It's not good. Right. Here's, uh, here's, here's Derek Shelton. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll get down to uh, D.C. Talk about Trent Williams and the Skins and that disaster down there. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and Moose with you here on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. It's time right now to ask the pros where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbsportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Submit your question. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service. Where at O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every single day. So Washington Redskins left tackle and Pro Bowl left tackle, Trent Williams. Uh, you know, we know that he reported uh, earlier this week by that uh, 4 p.m. deadline on Tuesday. Uh, so basically he did that. So this year would count, right? Um, he would need, uh, if he did not report, he would need the team to apply for, to the commissioner's office for re for his reinstatement. If he did not report now, you know, he, uh, did we meet with the media yesterday and some, you know, real scary and, and tangible, uh, kind of, you know, stuff, uh, came out from it. I mean, scary, you know, medical stuff when you, when you think about it. And so, Basically, a, uh, Trent Williams doesn't trust the medical staff, as we've discussed, right? Had this cancerous growth on his scalp uh, for, the last six, for the last six years. He attests that the medical staff basically said it was no big deal um, until basically it reached a point to where when he then they finally told him to see a specialist, uh, when he met with doctors in order to have basically the growth was... Uh, you know, he had to have the you know, a softball-sized growth removed from his skull um, that if he waited any longer, it could have metastasized. Mm. Uh, when he went in for surgery, Taz, a surgery God. in order to, uh, you know, basically bring the healing process and close the wound you know after surgery. how big that is, dude? That's yeah. huge. That is, that is, I didn't yeah. know of that, oh, that big of a gaff. So wow. you're, you're looking at, so it, he, the doctor, before they went in for the surgery to remove the growth, he the doctor basically told him to get his affairs in order. So oh, he had boy. to say goodbye to his daughters of 9 and 13 just in case the surgery did not go well. Um, and so he was told that if he did not have the surgery and just went the chemotherapy route, he would have had about 15 years left to live. Jeez. So um, now... The and the Red- Redskins are saying, yeah, it's not a big deal. Well, the Redskins say, the Redskins had said that they basically told him to go see a specialist, right? Now, he's saying that the Redskins team doctor said it was no big deal, no big deal, no big deal, until it reached a point to where then I guess he was going through, uh, I guess, rehab, or they were checking something out, and they basically told him to go see a specialist. And then yeah. upon seeing the specialist, and I'm not going to try and pronounce the cancer, but it's called DFSP, the cancerous growth that he did have, that uh, left uh, was left untreated for six years. They told him 
to have someone to go take a look at it. They told you know that's what they're saying. He's saying the doctors never said anything like that. That basically said it was no big deal. So now you know why Trent Williams now. He was also looking for more guaranteed money. He's got two years left on his contract this year and next year. He was looking for more money moving forward as well. That's part of the storyline, too. The Redskins were unwilling to give him more money here moving forward. It's a complete and utter mess. So, I mean, if if I had that kind of a, a scare, uh, you know, I got to be honest with you. I mean, if I go see a, you know, <clears throat> if, if I'm, you know, and I've never been part of an NFL team, NBA team, NHL team, you know, baseball team, whatever, but – I would imagine if if a doctor, if I'm just going to see, you know, a doctor for my yearly checkup and they say, go see somebody to go check it out. Usually when I get home, I'm calling the other said specialist to make right. an appointment to go see the other doctor. Right. <clears throat> yeah, you need to, you, yeah. you know, you, you know, you need to go have an EKG or you need to have an MRI. You need to have this, you know, whatever it might be, Taz, you're, you're making that appointment. Right. So. You know, if they told him to check it out, I would imagine then if you're Trent Williams, you're not letting it get to a point where it almost metastasized mm. and you were given 15 years to live. I would imagine over the course of six years, you would have checked it out, no? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah, it's, that's a, I, I, you know, how in-depth and bad and dangerous and all these other things that this, this was for Williams, I mean, and for... I mean, it's obviously a case of who he said, she said. You know, he, he's saying, you know, they basically said that the Redskins said, ah, it's no big deal. And Redskins, like, they're not saying that. They're not admitting to that. Listen, that big of a the amount of sutures and staples and stuff, I mean, that's, that's insane. The incision was the diameter of a softball. Wow. I know he's a big man. Don't get me wrong. But it's still, a big guy, that's, but that's a big incision. That's I mean, that's big, a, man. Right, correct. I, I, I had a hole in my shin big like that. And I had to get, I think it was like 200. Stitches. I, I split it in the ring. I split it on a table. We don't have video because we're not worthy. But you see that right there. See this? Right oh yeah. There? That's that was like a shock bite. That was a hole. Yeah. That's... It didn't bleed. It went down to the bone. There was no blood. There was no blood. It was just a hole in my leg. It was just. Ugh. I had to be rushed to the hospital. Ugh. Yeah, it was nice. So uh, yeah. Anyway, and that's nothing compared to what this guy had. This, that's bigger than what he's got in his head. Yeah. I mean, I've had. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've had anywhere from seventy-five to ninety stitches, but I've never had anything like that. I mean, three hundred and fifty stitches. I mean, that is uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Seventy-five staples. I said fifty before. Seventy-five staples. So now you know why the the lack of trust between Trent Williams uh, and the Washington Redskins and their medical staff now. The the main doctor now that is that is that you know running you know the kind of guy that the you know the main doctor for the Redskins has only been there since 2016 so he has not been there the entirety of the time that Trent Williams has been a Washington right. Redskin so some of the medical staff there has been some turnover down there in D.C. but still uh, that's why you know that there is this distrust now would there if the Redskins gave him. A contract extension would Trent Williams have played this year? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know yeah. that answer. Uh, because there's some that believe that if the Redskins paid him, that Trent Williams would would be playing left tackle for the Washington Redskins right now. Uh, but even if that's the, I, I can't tell you with 100 percent certainty that is the case. I'm sure that would help some of the emotions and some of the stuff that he's gone through, Taz. But that's that's real tangible, scary life stuff. When you're having to say goodbye to your nine and thirteen year old daughters, That's horrible. Uh, fearful that you might not be able to come out of surgery as they're removing a cancerous growth from your skull. That's horrible. That's horrible, man. I, you know, sounds like he's going to be okay, which is good. You know what which I mean? Like, thank that, God. That's yeah. the key. Biggest to this thing whole is he's going to be all right. No, exactly. That's my thing. I mean, that's a, that's the most important thing. That he's going to be okay. You know, forget football, forget all that stuff, forget the 
the business end of what happened with the Redskins, what didn't happen to the Redskins, what team does he end up playing for? Because his days as a Redskin, he's not playing this year. I said that the other day. He's going to be somewhere else. They're going to move. They, they have to. This is just insane. Well, and he's also bothered by the fact that the Redskins threw him on the trade market at the last minute. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Bruce Allen kept on saying, we're going to keep him, we're going to keep him, we're going to keep him, even though he told them that they have no issue. And you can understand it. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. I can understand it. And I don't know if money would have made it all right. It, sat, it rectifies a lot of emotions, Taz. But, you know, if a player is basically telling you, I don't want to play here anymore. You know, a, a, you know I want to go. You know, I, I know it. I signed it. I know I got two years left. I, I would think that from their understanding and looking at the situation, you know, Taz is a human being. I think you'll probably understand it, you know, where he felt like he was – not given the proper proper medical, and this is not misdiagnosing a you know a hernia. This is a, this is stuff where you know if if he was not treated, if he did not hop on the flight to Chicago and go see a specialist and have this surgery, uh, Taz, you know, Trent Williams could be counting the days of of walking God's green I earth. Know, I mean, I that's know. scary stuff. It's horrible. And that'll scare you straight. No. Basically, say I have no interest in being here anymore. No, I I, I know. Wow, crazy crazy stuff. Um, oh. we'll come back. We'll talk about week nine, the Sunday that will be in the National Football League. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and Moose with you here on this Friday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.